Most mornings I, I like to walk up from where I'm staying down by the big pond, by Gaston Pond. It's so clear and crisp, cool this morning, frosty. And almost every morning, at least in recent, in the last few weeks, I've seen the uh, flock of turkeys when I get to IMS. They, they seem to like it here. I worry about them when it gets cold. They're feathery and that helps, but it's still cold making it through a night outside. We have these warm places to stay, central heating. Turkeys don't have any heating in the trees. Somehow those giant birds get up in trees at night, did you know? You can see them come down sometimes in the mornings. They come crashing down. <laughs> in my mind, I always say hello, little turkeys. They're big, but I say little turkeys because it's, <laughs> it's more endearing. I love the turkeys. I don't have to try. I wish them well. I don't have to try to do that. It just comes out. I think of them as friends. I don't know how the turkeys feel about me. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> I, s I see them through the eyes of friendliness. Maybe you could Say hello to your own mind and body right now. Hello, little mind. Hello, little body. And see them through the eyes of friendliness. Just let them be how they are for a moment now. That's what a friend does sometimes, is just let us be who and what we are. Let's remove any pressure you might be placing on the mind or the body, the heart. Having to be this way or that way or do something. In, in part one of this retreat, Bhante Buddha Rakita once talked about <clears throat> making a, a shift from being a human doing to a human being. Or maybe for many of us, a human overdoing. So for just a moment now, as we 
come and sit together quietly. Just let yourself be. Body is like this. Mind is like this. Might be a a heavy feeling body or a light feeling body. Might be easy, pleasant sensations. Might be more unpleasant ones and probably a lot of neutral ones. Just let those things be the way they are. The mind might feel sleepy or wakeful, grumpy, maybe happy. just like this right now. There's nothing you have to do. There's no one you have to be. You don't have to get anything or get rid of anything. It's interesting, if we sit and don't do anything, stuff still happens. Sensations arise and pass away. Sounds come and go. It's the sound of my voice, if nothing else. The silence in between the sounds. Thoughts come in and out. This contact and the the sensitivities of body and mind. That flow of, of contacts and knowing that just happens. We don't have to make it happen. It only, it's not that it only happens when we try doing some sort of thing we call meditating. There's contact and the mind knows just the nature. 
And then there's this, this quality of mindful awareness that comes and goes too. It's amazing, we can know things and we can be aware of this contact and knowing, this awareness. We can know and know that we're knowing. Sit, know we're sitting. Sense, know that sensing is happening. doesn't take any real effort. It's all just doing its own thing. It's happening by itself. And it's okay to do meditation. Maybe you'd like to start meditating now. Maybe you might notice you already are. Different ways we might apply some intentionality simple way, useful way to see our experiences as this flow of contacts and the knowing of them, these six sense doorways, sense bases. Sensations in the body, we know them. Pressure, warmth, coolness. Contact at the ear, hearing. Sometimes it's interesting to note, to name those contacts. Can help us see this process, sensing, hearing, 
touching, hearing, thinking, another kind of contact in the mind doorway. can be moods that are in the mind. Grumpy moods, I mentioned before, might be grumpy, happy, kind of melancholy, maybe an undefined kind of mood can't say what it is, but we can know it's like that. We notice these contacts and that flow. Awareness arising. You can ask that question, is there awareness right now? It's a handy question to ask once in a while. You always get to say yes when you ask it. (laughs) What quality of awareness is inherently impartial? It's not affected by what it's seeing, what is known. It's like a mirror, sort of.
so we can settle back in a certain way. Those are words I've heard so often from Joseph Goldstein, settle back. Sometimes I notice it's, I am leaning forward and I settle back. It's a very subtle movement in the body. It's also a movement of the mind, the sense of settling back. Let the mind, the body just do their thing. It's like we just leave nature alone. And this quality of mindful awareness can show up for that. And it does arise. It rises, it arises quite a lot actually, even though sometimes we get pulled into a train of thought or swept up in a mood or emotion for a while. Then awareness returns. We have these different tools of meditation that can serve us, attending more closely to a certain aspect of experience, and letting the mind rest there. But we can still settle back. Having a broad, spacious relationship to experience or a somewhat more focused attending to one aspect of it, it's all good. We can take care of things. We can bring care to the experience. And this simplicity of meeting our life, there's a care inherent in that. Let things be simple and easy, simple and easeful. And beginning again every time that has to happen, we begin again.
In a couple of minutes, I'll be ringing the bell to signal the end of this period of quiet sitting together. And if you'd like to, for this last couple of minutes of this sitting, gently let go of anything that feels like something you're doing something you're trying to do. Let go of things that feel like a practice or a focus. It's not a pushing away, just a letting go, a releasing, a shifting from doing to being. Sometimes we do that when the bell rings. Do it now. Let yourself be just as you are. So for this minute or two, there's nothing you have to do. Nowhere to go and no one to be. There's nothing to get, nothing to get rid of. Nothing to hold on to, nothing to let go of. no inside, no outside. There's no meditation, there's no one who's trying to meditate.
Here we are, friends, on this beautiful morning with no adult supervision. (laughs) I borrowed that line from my friend Pascal. It's a good line. (laughs) I have to give credit where it is due. No telling what we'll get up to. I want to share a few reflections this morning about uh, one aspect of the Buddha's instructions in the Satipatthana Sutta that we're referring to a lot. And this is the, the third establishment of mindfulness, citta nupasana. Citta is the Pali word for, for mind or mind and heart combined. They don't, that distinction is not so uh, much one that's made in that language. It's one of the shortest um, sections in terms of the length of the that teaching, the, <coughs> the section on body is much longer, the longest probably. So this mindfulness of the mind is, is something, it's, it's very simple in a way, but I have found it so, so useful. So I wanted to share some reflections about that because I've seen how powerful uh, it can be to um, attend in this way at times. So in that instruction, and it follows on quite nicely from uh, Dara's talk last night. In the section it starts out that one knows a mind that you could say is affected by or visited by the energy of wanting or grasping or lust or desire, that movement towards. One knows the mind when that's present and one knows the mind when that isn't there. Equal, equal attention to both of those. One knows when aversion, ill will, resistance, that quality is present in the mind when that visitor is there and one knows when it isn't there. One knows when confusion, delusion are present in the mind. One knows when they're not there. The mind not affected by this, not visited in this, by this energy. Just simple. You know if it's there or not there. Other instructions, one knows the mind that is um, affected by agitation or restless energy or a mind affected by dull, uh, um, sticky, sleepy kind of energy. You know, it's when they're there, when they're not there. You know, this way, this attending very directly to the presence or absence of, of these hindering energies, we could call them. Just know, oh, it's like this. It's there, it's not there. One knows when the mind is, is spacious and open, 
One knows when it's narrow and constricted. One knows the mind that's concentrated, collected, settled, and gathered. One knows the mind that is dispersed, unsettled, and so on. One knows a mind that is uh, bound and caught and contracted. One knows a mind that is open, free, a mind that is liberated, a mind that is not liberated, and so forth. These got most of them in there. Don't have it in front of me to read through, but it's interesting that nowhere does it say get all worked up about it. (laughs) Start struggling with it if you don't like the way it is. Try to force it to be some other way. Those instructions aren't there. One just knows it's like this. I was doing a, a self-retreat at, at my home some, some years ago. And I noticed I was, I was not at ease. I was, had a sense of some struggle in the mind and the heart. And, and I wanted the mind to be quiet and calm and and collected and I wanted more concentration to be there and it wouldn't do it. It wasn't happening. And I, I noticed I was struggling with it. Shouldn't be like that. I'm supposed to be a good meditator. I've actually never been a very good meditator. <laughs> but I've had a lot of perseverance over a lot of years. And I'm probably better at it than I think I am. So are all of you, of course. But just remembering, oh, I don't have to get into struggle right now. I should know, I just remember this teaching. (laughs) Oh, I just have to know this is how the mind, this is the mind that isn't concentrated. And immediately, in taking that shift of view, the struggle, gone, no problem. It's like this. So the reason that, that the Buddha gives the instructions in this way, not to, okay, now see how it is and now try to fix it. And get all worked up and tie yourself in knots because... It's not the way it's supposed to be. The reason it's instructed in that way is that by removing the, that doing, it, it removes the attentional pull of these states. There, we don't have to get into grappling with them. And so they, they, can, they can just come and go. We see, that, that these are visiting, all of them are visiting. And it can also, in that moment sometimes of stepping out of struggle with the way it is, and that stepping into knowing it's like this, it can shine 
a light on the uh, quality of the knowing mind itself. On the awareness that knows this, what I was talking about earlier, this contact and knowing, we can shine a light on that, on the mind that is the same whether these energies are there or not. The mind that knows a confusion and the mind that knows clarity is the same. Confusion and clarity visit from time to time. We have our preferences, of course. But in terms of the practice, they're just as good as, one's just as good as the other. So if you notice a time of struggle today, as you go through the day, you might, you might, if you remember, just take that little half step back. Oh, this is, this is the way it is right now. The mind is affected by confusion. Confusion is a visitor. I wouldn't say the mind is really that affected by it, although we're focusing on that, on the confusion. But say, oh, this is the not concentrated mind. This is the concentrated mind. This is the mind where calm is present. This is the mind where there is no calm, where restlessness is here, where agitation has arisen. And it may be that in that moment, the struggle with the way it is can just drop away. And suddenly there's no problem, nothing to be struggling with. Very, very helpful teaching. So we're just instructed to know the, the overall quality there. It's like a weather report. Oh, the sun has come out. Oh, the clouds have come. And so forth. Does this make sense? Are you there? (laughs) Oh, dear friends. (laughs) I gaze upon you with great fondness. (laughs) I do, I just... It's so great that you're here doing it. (laughs) I hope you will gaze upon yourselves with fondness at least once today. Hmm. I think I'm supposed to announce something. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.